Hi, everybody. It's Amy and Shirley here from Think Creative. Hi. And we're here today with Chris from Flagstaff Buick GMC. He's the F&I manager here. Um, welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. So first of all, let's like start. What is an F&I manager? So I'm basically the backstop of the dealership. Okay. Whenever a customer comes in, um, basically you pick out your perfect vehicle, you and your salesman negotiate your terms, then the deal comes to me and that's when I just verify everything, make sure everything's correct for the bank, make sure everything's correct for on our end, um, and, and just, again, just the backstop, make sure everything's good and ready to go. So pretty much your job is to make sure, ensure that whoever's financing their vehicle or paying cash, that you ensure that the deal is being done, finance, you help them get finance, you help them protect their vehicle, and you're pretty much the backstop of making sure that everything is solidified, correct? Correct, absolutely. Okay, nice. Nice job. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself personally and how you kind of got started in this whole industry. So I've been in the car business basically since I turned 18. Wow. Um, I was... I worked for a company by the name of Oil Can Henry's as a lube technician. Um, I made a decision very early in my life that I did not want to turn wrenches. Um, so, but I also made a decision that the car business was for me. And in order to move up in the car business, you have to know how everything works from service to sales to finance, you know, Correct. all general right. daily stuff. Um, so I spent actually three years in the service department. Uh, okay. Service advisor, service manager, wow. parts manager, then made the move to sales and have just worked my way up since. That's excellent. Um, what do you? You said you made an early decision that you wanted to be in the car industry. What about the car industry? What triggered you? Yeah. Right. Um, so when I left Oil Can Henry's, I was I was an area manager for Oil Can Henry's. I had five stores at um, eighteen years old. And, wow. Um, wow, that's very impressive. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, basically, what happened is Mr. Lamb called me. Um, he owns a dealership in Prescott, uh, which is where I'm from. Okay. And he said, I'm opening, a new I'm opening a new store with an independent lube shop. I'd like for you to come run it for me. Um, so I went to work for him, and I spent the next two years um, running his lube shop for him. And... Um, basically just looking at the sales guys and becoming friends with them and learning about the other side of the business is what made me decide that that's where I want to go. That's where I want to be. Excellent. How'd you do over on the sales side? Because you said that you were selling cars, correct? Yep, yeah. so yep. I sold cars for approximately four years okay. before I moved into management. Um, I was never you know, uh, a lead the board guy. I was always, you know, a standard 12 to 15 cars a month. It just... That's it, impressive. Just standard 12 to 15 a month. That's good. It, it was, it made for a good living. Um, and basically they came to me one day and said, Hey, we need you to fill in in finance. Do you think you can do it? And I said, yes, <laughs> of course. Um, I fumbled through it for about a month and then never looked back. Did you wow. go through financial, uh, as far as go to school for it, accounting? Is that something that when you say finance, is that something that you had to go to school for? Um, I've, I've been to a lot of different trainings. Okay. Um, I'm a firm believer that the day you stop learning um, is the day it's time to move on. Agreed. Um, wow, so I, I, I learn something new every day, um, whether it's from a you know a brand new green car salesman or from a customer or something I see online. 
Um, so uh, lots and lots of training, but lots of hands-on training. I'm a very fast learner. I'm very, very good with people. Um, you know, I can take a customer who's so mad their heads are ready to pop and, and completely turn them around and <laughs> just make them happy. You oh, know, wow. and I'm sure it's probably service, your yeah. experience over the service department, having to deal with the um, with the customer as well as on the sales side. So you probably implemented over on the finance side, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of implementation of. Uh, just again basically taking care of people you know nobody likes to go buy a car right um yeah. it's become a very <laughs> negative type thing whereas it should be a very positive thing right you know? this right. should be exciting, exciting for people. yeah correct and so i just try to implement that excitement with folks you know um and just try to make it as, as easy and seamless as possible so do you that. probably implement that at Flagstaff View and GMC insist with the customers here while they after with their buying car sir they're buying the vehicle and you help them make this seamlessly correct absolutely yes um, one of the reasons that I came to work for Flagstaff View at GMC is you know Trampas and Mr. Martin the owners of this of this auto group um, wonderful wonderful people they take very good care of us and they care about how their customers are treated which is I'm sad to say kind of a rare thing in the car business, you know, yeah. um, they, they really care about people and integrity is very important at Flagstaff Buick GMC. Um, I actually still live in Prescott and commute here every day. So wow. I commute 200 miles a day to come to work here. That's every incredible. Day. Wow. Every day. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, I, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, it's worth it. I would not want to be anywhere else. Uh, Flagstaff Buick GMC is my home and it's, I just love it. Right, and then I'm sure with the community, know who you are, you've been here for a very long time, so uh, integrity, honesty is definitely the key. Absolutely, absolutely. So what does a day to, like a, a regular day look like for you? What is your like day-to-day duties, what, what does that look like? So, again, one of the things I really love about being in finance uh-huh. is I have days where I will literally do absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I also have days. That's funny. That are, That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I also have days, most of my days that are very, very intense from the time I hit the door to the time I leave. Um, I typically get here about seven in the morning and I typically don't leave until eight, nine o'clock at night. Oh, wow. Um, and it's, you know, again, as the backstop, you have to make sure everything's right. Every, all, everything has to match, you know, um, do you do the paperwork back here? Is that absolutely. what you do? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do all the paperwork. Um, Fun. You know, I'm the guy that is going to go over protecting your investment, you know, gap insurance, um, service contracts, all of those kind of things. I go over and explain what they are, the benefits of them, um, in and process all the paperwork, you know, sign all the legal documents, federal and state legal documents, um, and finalize everything. So, you know, people think... When you come into my office, you're in here for half hour, probably on average. And as a customer, I would think, oh, well, you know, he's all done. That is not the case. Um, my job actually starts when the customer leaves my office. At that point, it's breaking down the deal, putting together the bank paperwork, the, my uh, title, the title paperwork, the office paperwork, right. breaking all of that down, right. making sure everything's right. Um, and getting all of that to the appropriate places. And then if there's any kind of stipulations that the bank wants, of course, I'm 
spending time chasing that and getting that stuff into them so that you know we can get funded and, and your loan actually goes through. Wow, so your yeah. job is pretty an important job. For sure. I like to think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like because if it wasn't for you, then you wouldn't base help them, the customers, get their vehicle pretty much. Exactly. Right? Yes. Get them funded and insured to, um, you know, and to make sure their their investment, whatever they're investing in. Absolutely. For sure. Yes. So what can a customer do if they're coming in to buy a vehicle? What can they do to prepare for, for the whole process? So I, I, obviously most everyone out there has the internet at this point. Do your research. You know, go online, find the vehicle that you want. Um, you know, if it's multiple vehicles, great, come in. We're happy to assist and do side-by-side -side comparisons, um, things like that. Um, for me, there's nothing better than an educated customer. Okay. Um, someone that kind of has an idea, this is what they want, this is where they want to go, this is what they're willing to do. Um, so just, if I could give anybody any piece of advice, just do your research. That's a, do your homework. That's a rarity to hear, you know, uh, the employees of in the car industry to tell you, turn to reverse and say that do your research. Yeah. That's definitely different. It, it, it is. And again, it, it comes back to honesty and integrity. Yeah. You know, we're not here to get over on anyone. We're all here to make a living. We're all here to put food on the table. I have a family to feed, as do 90% of my employees here. Um, and, and the customers do as well, you know. And right. so at the end of the day, it's our job to make sure they get a fair deal, a good deal, you know, yeah. um, and that they're well taken care of throughout their, their buying and owning process. You know, yeah, I always yeah. tell my guys, whenever I'm doing training with my salespeople, I always, you know, one of my big things is it's not about selling the customer a car today. It's about selling the customer the car today, but also selling their friends and their parents Correct. and their neighbors and their kids mm, and, yeah. and taking care of all of them and making sure that it's all throughout the whole ownership process that they are taken care of. And right. Happy. It's just not just a car deal. You just want to make sure that you take care of their friends and family. Absolutely. And them in the future. In the yeah. future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you did mention a gap, you said, correct? Right, gap what insurance. Is, what is that? Okay, so gap insurance is basically most folks, when they purchase a vehicle, if they're not putting down a, a cash down payment. So they're going to finance not only the vehicle, but they're going to finance the tax title and license, the dock fee, all of that stuff, okay? So your vehicle has what's called an ACV, an actual cash value to the vehicle. And... If you were to, say, get in an accident, your insurance company is only going to cover the actual cash value of the vehicle. So let's say, for example, you owe $20,000 on your vehicle, and your vehicle gets totaled. And your insurance company comes in and says, well, the actual cash value of your vehicle is $15,000. So we're going to pay the bank $15,000, and you have to come out of pocket not only your deductible, but the other $5,000. What if you just bought the car? Again, if you if you're financing more than seventy percent is my rule of thumb. If you're right. financing more than seventy percent loan to value, you need gap insurance. And basically, what gap insurance at that point does, they come in and they would pay that difference plus your insurance deductible. So you walk away free and clear. So they pay the extra five thousand dollars plus the deductible. Plus the deductible. And that's Absolutely. what the gap insurance. That's what gap insurance does. Yes. Oh my gosh. And and I mean. Is it something expensive? Is it something that's, you know, more feasible for the consumers? It's very affordable for what you get. Um, most insurance companies do offer GAP on top of their regular insurance. However, I'm a firm believer that's a huge conflict of interest. Of course. At the end of the day, the insurance company is going to do whatever benefits them. Right. Yeah. So, um, 
it, but it's very, very affordable. We can put it right into your monthly payment. Typically, so you won't feel it as much. You don't feel it as much, okay. correct. Gotcha. Typically, you're looking at 10 to $12 a month, oh, you know, okay. that it would add to then your monthly payment. Then opposed to $5,000 or $10,000. And a lot of peace of mind. <laughs> correct. And yeah. that's, yeah, it's, it's all right. peace of mind, you right. know. Um, we also sell, you know, vehicle service contracts. You know, obviously, if you buy a new vehicle, it does have, a, you know, for the most part, a three or 36,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty. Okay. Um, which means you're covered that three years, 36,000 miles. However, what happens after that? Well, you of know, course. Yeah. Manufacturers are very, very smart, and that's why they put <laughs> a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on these cars, because typically you're not going to have any issue in that amount of time right. um, or miles. It's what happens after. And so what, you know, with a vehicle service contract, it's, it's protecting your investment. You know, if you take a five- or six-year loan on a vehicle and you're only going to be under warranty for three years, it's worth it to protect your investment. Yeah. And, you know, the other side of that is, is, let's just say you trade the vehicle in in two years or three years. It's a cancelable product, so you don't lose out on that money. That money comes back to you. What do you so, get with the service contract? So, depending on the service contract, for example, I'll use uh, General Motors okay. protection plan. Um, it literally mirrors their bumper-to-bumper warranty. Um, and I can take that out, you know, up to 84 months and 100,000 miles. So you have 100% peace of mind for 100,000 miles um, on your vehicle. So depending on the service contract or the first service protection, you take your car into the service, uh, into the service, and depending on the situation of the vehicle, would it be protected? Is there like a deductible? So there's different deductibles. You can opt for a $0 deductible. You can opt for a vanishing deductible or a disappearing deductible, which would be if I sold you the service contract out of this store and you came back to Flagstaff Buick GMC service department, it would be a $0 deductible. So whatever was wrong, $10 repair, $10,000 repair, it cost you $0. $10,000 Costs you zero dollars. Cost you zero dollars. And for a service contract, is that something that's expensive? Do they have to pay up money up front when they purchase a car? Um, it, it can be. I mean, again, it's base. It's really based off of what vehicle you purchase. Um, is it expensive? I, that I guess that's a matter of opinion and how you look at it. Um, I kind of. Uh, I put a, I've worked in the dealership my whole adult life, and I put a service contract on every vehicle I buy. Wow. Um, I have technicians in the back that put service contracts on every vehicle they buy. And even if they pull it into the shop and they're the one personally working on it, parts alone these days are so expensive. Yeah, a regular they're, key fob could be two, three hundred dollars Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So parts and the service, it's, it's, it can be costly and... I would think that, you know, to get the protection and return on investment, I would, you know, possibly look into doing a service contract. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I highly recommend it to everyone that comes in, at least a service contract and gap insurance. Right. You know, um, unless you're under 70% loan to value. Um, and like I said, integrity at Flagstaff Buick GMC is, is huge to us. You know, right. I'm never here. I'm never going to offer someone a product that, that they don't need. Well, of course, you are the face here, the back end of it, and, and of course, the integrity and the honesty needs to be there. Absolutely. So, um, thank you very much for everything you've shared with us today. So, wrapping up, you kind of touched on this just now, but why should customers come to Flagstaff Buick GMC? Customers should come to Flagstaff Buick GMC because it is our number one goal to take care of your needs. Um, Again, we're not here to sell you anything. We are here to 
take care of what you need and make sure you have a great ownership experience. Um, and and you know, again, we're just we're here we're here for the customer. That's nice. fantastic. Thank Thanks so much for your time today, Chris. Thank you, girls. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> you too. This episode of the podcast was brought to you by the Martin Automotive Group. Martin Automotive Group is dedicated to delivering automotive excellence while providing both unprecedented customer service and an extraordinary workplace environment. They have dealerships in New Mexico, Arizona, and California filled with dedicated automotive professionals ready to serve your needs. Also, special thanks to the team at Think Creative. Think Creative is a full-service digital marketing agency offering businesses of all types forward-thinking campaigns, including video marketing, social media, web development, and SEO. Visit youthinkcreative.com for all your digital marketing needs.